Welcome to the Behind the Surface podcast presented by the International Surface Fabricators Association. ISFA exists to serve industry professionals involved in the fabrication of manufactured surfacing materials. With each episode, Behind the Surface inspires fabricators to take their business to the next level. Now with your host, Nancy Bush. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of the Installing Profitability Series Workshop, part of the Behind the Surface podcast brought to you by our friends at Baca Systems and ISFA. Today I'm once again joined by Eric Tryon who has over two and a half decades of professional success as an entrepreneur and founder of Premier Surfaces. A true friend of our industry, Eric serves on the ISFA Board of Directors and will be attending the ISFA Annual Conference October 17th through the 19th in sunny Clearwater, Florida. We've got some great content planned, Eric, so if you haven't already registered, be sure to get that done before it fills up. Meet Eric in person. And today, though, we're discussing pricing strategies. And Eric, I just wanted to throw out there that I recently read that among Fortune 500 companies, fewer than 5% have dedicated functions related to pricing. And then you can add to that that small pricing adjustments can raise or lower your margins on average by 20 to 50%. That's a lot. It is a ton. And this is one of those topics, Nance, that I don't think a lot of uh, people put the effort and energy behind it because understanding the what's at your fingertips and what type of levers this controls um, is huge. Because when you think about profitability, right, the two uh parts on the cost side of it that really impact that we've talked about in our past podcast series we talked about material costs we talked about labor costs uh those are certainly two huge components but the other side of this um lever that determines profitability is pricing and you don't hear a lot of conversations around pricing you don't hear a lot of companies talking about what's their pricing strategy and i know you know we're going to talk about um, a lot of different options and we're going to, you know, kind of challenge people a little bit. And again, as I always do, you're going to get to hear real live things that I've used over the past two decades in the, in the stone fabrication industry of, you know, war wounds and scars from what didn't work, but then also the things that really worked and not just worked, made a huge impact on our bottom line profitability. So um, we do have our workshop, which I know Nancy, you're going to uh, advertise the date of that coming up at the end of this, but let's just talk for a second of what this workshop is going to cover and what it's going to focus on. Well, well, first, we're going to address how big of a lever this pricing thing is and, and putting some effort and energy and resources and having a system around it. Uh, what I would say is smart business, right? Compared to a lot of the conversations that we hear where, you know, I feel like people are much more reactive. They're just sitting there, letting the market kind of drive them. And they don't really have a strategy. They're not reviewing their um, pricing on a regular basis. And with what's going on right now, the supply chains, you know, that's, that's going to become a big problem because it's something you're not going to see probably today, tomorrow, maybe even a month. But all of a sudden, three, four months goes by and a year goes by and you're like, what happened to our profitability? You know, and it is those small incremental um, price points that usually will make a difference. So if your supplier is, 
you know, bumping you up 10% and you're not accounting for that somewhere in your business model and passing that through to your customers, you're going to pay the price on it. It comes right out of your bottom line. So first of all, it's the mindset. What is the owner thinking about and, and how often are they, are they looking at their pricing? And I know it's going to depend on what channels you service. Uh, and, you know, there's not one blanket strategy that's going to work for everybody. So we're going to talk about a lot of different uh, options. Um, we're also going to talk about, you know, strategies on who determines your pricing. Do you have a methodology? Is there a leadership um, group inside your organization that's evaluating your pricing strategy and, and the market pricing? Or, you know, as again, that reactive are the salespeople, you know, determining what your pricing should be. And sometimes their motivation is not always aligned. And we'll talk about this in a second with, with the company's objectives. So uh, we'll talk about who determines the pricing. We're gonna talk about, you really have to know your cost, right? To understand where your wins are with maybe some of your product categories where you do really well. And maybe those are profit accelerators. And then maybe other areas of your business where you struggle and you know that that's a, a profit suck. You know, and how do you do less of those things and more of the process or the profit uh, momentum kickers that just drive and accelerate your profitability? So you have to know your cost. You got to know what it costs per square foot to measure, install, fabrication. What does it cost for you? What does it cost your company to produce one square foot of finished goods and product? So we got to know that. We got to know them cold. And again, Smart business owners are spending some time, effort, and, and allocating resources to that. And maybe not so smart people uh, are not. They just don't have any systems and are not putting any, any effort into it. Uh, we're going to talk about um, processes. Do you have a system, a logical system of determining and implementing price changes? You know, what should the price be? And then what is the price after you get a price increase? What's the methodology for doing that? You know, we live in a world where, you know, one square foot here or there could make the difference of doubling our material costs. That's a huge deal. 46 square foot job, one requires one slab, one requires two, you know, that's not a level playing field. So are we adjusting our pricing accordingly so the consumer is picking up that increased cost exposure that we have of that second slab, or are we just absorbing that, you know? insulating your, your company and your um, systems that are built around that are, are pretty important. So we're going to talk about processes. This is one, and I'm going to, I put this under the, the processes category, but it's, it's one that I, I hear a lot. Um, I hear a lot of people's perspective on it. I don't necessarily agree with, with what they say, but our compensation plans have got to align with company objectives is what we're looking for. And I've, I find way too often where a compensation plan that's put in place has a direct conflict with the company's objectives and goals. Uh, so I'm a firm believer that our salespeople should be hungry. Our salespeople should be uh, doing the right thing. They should be compensated based on what are they achieving for um, financial performance for the company and for the customer. And those two things have to align. And if they don't align, that is a problem. And I'm a firm believer, I call it pay by production, you can call it commission, call it whatever you want. But uh, if the company's objective 
is to be dialed into the gross margin and maximizing that opportunity. I want every employee that is related to sales and selling jobs and taking care of our customers with those same exact motivations. And that means their comp plan has got to be structured that way. And we're going to talk about that in more detail. And then the last topic that we'll, 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 we'll jump into is, you know, what is your value proposition as a company? Okay. Um, if you play the game that you sell on price, guess what? You're going to lose on price. Anybody who sells on price, there's always a company out there that's willing to do it for $1 less per square foot. And you see it again and again and again. And I always find myself shaking my head saying, stop people. Why are you doing that? Why are you, you know, um, devaluing the service and the value that your company brings to the market and playing at the same level with some of your competitors when in reality, you've got a lot more to offer and you have a lot more to be proud of and a lot more that you should be selling and, and giving to the market and, and really demonstrating that value. And I, I go back to this concept of how do we as consumers buy? You know, are we always buying the cheapest option? And, and in most cases, the answer is no. Why is it that we don't always buy the cheapest option that is given to us? Well, typically it's because we see value in whatever that product is. Um, and we can articulate that value and we stand behind it and we feel good about it. So customers are willing to pay more, but you have to give them a reason for that value. You have to demonstrate with confidence and clearly be able to articulate that message through your marketing, through your interactions with your sales team and customers. So the customers see that value and are willing to pay a little bit more um, because I would rather be in that market. I would rather be playing in that arena where customers see the value and they're willing to just put their checkbook on the line and say, yes, I'm willing to pay for that. You know, I don't want to get into bidding wars on how low I want to cut my profitability. I want to be standing proud on a solid foundation saying, you should be willing to pay more because we do this, this, and this, and we're not like the rest of the competition. So we're going to talk about creating that value proposition and really identifying that. What is it? What does that look like? So uh, we'll, we'll answer all those questions. We'll get into some of those things. And then we're going to, we'll, we'll go through some examples of what I call best practices. And uh, these are things like, okay, we just talked about creating a value proposition. How do you do that with your company? How do you really quantify and come up with the messaging of what makes your company different? Why should consumers be willing to pay more for your product? And oftentimes there are things that you do that are unique that you do really, really well compared to your competition. Uh, now the goal is how do we get that in a, in a messaging theme and then drive it all the way down to our sales team, to our messaging with our customers so that the customers can see that as well. All right, so we'll talk about how you take your company through that process to determine what the value proposition is. Uh, next thing we'll talk about is how do you um, build a pricing tool where you can make it really easy for your employees to come up with a price, a methodology of, hey, listen, if these circumstances come into play, this is how we're pricing a job. So we can build a template and I'll share with you some of the trials and tribulations that I've had of success. Um, there's gonna be an argument for all types of different methodologies when it comes to this, but 
determining that pricing or teaching your people how to fish, you know, really does make a difference. If I'm going to just take the strategy, well, we're just going to be a flat rate per square foot pricing, and that's just going to the way it's going to be across the board, even for our custom projects. Um, I, I think you're leaving a lot of profitability on the table by not doing the hard work, rolling your sleeves up and getting down and dirty and, and really figuring out how those jobs should be priced rather than just one flat rate across the board. And then we'll talk about maybe some innovative ideas on your business of how to increase your profitability, how to price things, um, how to look at your, maybe your service department a little different than you have in the past. And I will go on a limb, Nance, and say that in that section, these best practices, these innovative ideas, we're going to share probably four to five with you. I guarantee if you, you will find one nugget in that group that will increase your profitability a minimum of $10,000 a year, but I, I would I would really uh, be confident saying it's probably hundreds of thousands of dollars of profitability a year that are just sitting on the table by just taking something and implementing it. And I'll share with you, you know, some of the things that we did over the years that we got from some other great fabrication companies, we implemented it into our best practices and boy, did they produce results that uh, we were really, really proud of. And that's where the rubber meets the road, right? We're, we're in this to generate profit, to take care of customers, to, to do the right thing. But uh, at the end of the day, we got to pay our bills and we want to maximize every opportunity to do that. So that's what we're going to be looking forward to in the workshop, Nance. And as always, I would suggest or encourage people, hey, listen, we want you to get involved. Um, there's no better teaching and coaching and, and professional development opportunity than to throw yourself out there, be vulnerable and say, hey, listen, this is our situation. This is what we've got going on. And I would love to take uh, the entire uh, group through the exercise and use a real live example rather than, you know, something that's made up. I'm going to share with you some of my real live examples, but uh, it's always nice to have some fresh and new ones from other people as well. So that's what we got to look forward to, Nance. And what day? It sounds good. And so that workshop is going to be on August 10th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. If you're not a member and you want to attend, shoot me a line at nancyisfanow.org. Or if you have questions for Eric, he's been so generous with his time for those who have questions after. We've had a few now. Uh, thanks again, Eric. It's always a pleasure. And thanks, too, to our uh, sponsor of the Installing Profitability series, Baca Systems. And again, if you're interested in attending the workshop on August 10th, shoot me a note. Thanks so much. Awesome. We'll see you then, Nance. Thanks for listening. To hear more in-depth viewpoints, gain actionable insights and powerful tools to help you succeed, subscribe to the Behind the Surface podcast presented by the International Surface Fabricators Association. To learn more about ISFA, visit our website at www.isfanow.org.